Hi, I'm Naomi Wadler, and you're listening to Now This Kids, a podcast presented by Cheerios. Sometimes when I walk into a store, I start to look around at all the new stuff I could buy. New shoes, a new bike, peanut butter cups, a new necklace. I don't care what it is. I want it all. Sometimes it's easy to give in to the excitement of getting that fancy new toy and forget the other side of the shopping coin, the cost. This week on Now This Kids, Money Talks. Here are the three things you should know. Ever wonder why they're called piggy banks? In the Middle Ages, pots and other containers used to store money were usually made from an orange-colored clay material called pig, spelled P-Y-G-G. Over time, money jars became known as pig pots. Money has changed so much over time. Before coins were invented, we traded animals as money. Cattle, which included not only cows, but also sheep, camels, and other animals, are the first and oldest form of money. Ever heard of the word currency? Every country has their own form of currency, which means that they have their own system and form of money. For example, in Canada, each of their bills are a different color. Their $5 bills are blue, and their $10 bills are purple, and so on. Kind of like Monopoly. Money has a big impact on our lives. Spending it can make us feel good, but saving it can make us feel secure. And giving it to others can show the value that money can have in someone else's life, and therefore in our own. Understanding the amount of money we have and where it comes from can teach us important lessons about how we can spend, save, and give to others. But sometimes it's not as easy as looking inside our piggy banks to really know how much money we have. Things like credit cards, debit, and loans can all have an impact on the amount of money we have available to us. Most of us have heard of a credit card, but I bet a lot of folks don't really know what happens after we swipe. Evan Leapart does. He created Kitty Credit, an app that teaches kids all about how credit works. We spoke to Evan about the app, what a credit score is, and why it's so important to learn about money sooner rather than later. Kitty Credit is a mobile chore tracking app that teaches kids about credit. But essentially, a parent will go onto the app, add the different chores that they have for their kids, be it clean your room, brush your teeth, rake the leaves. It could be something simple as hug your mom, hug your dad, right? And then based on how those are done on a weekly basis, we'll determine what the kid's credit score is. I turned 18 and got my first credit card and like just didn't know what I was doing with it. You give somebody a credit card with a, with a limit of $5,000 that doesn't know anything about credit, they got $5,000, right? They don't know that like you don't pay and all of a sudden you're paying $15,000 over the course of 10 years, right? And I saw how much it like affected me like in my youth. It affected my ability to buy a home right away. It affected my ability to get a car without an insane interest rate. It affected my ability to get a business loan. Many different things. So that was that was like my why. I was like, well, how do we teach credit younger, right? Like it's never been taught. Chores. So that's where I started to like mirror the, the, the concepts of saying like your chores, you know, can kind of simulate how credit scores are calculated. And, and that was how Kitty Credit came into fruition. The earlier kids see how much things can cost, the better off you are, right? Like there's a lot of things you can take for granted as a kid and, and you're like, oh man, I don't want to buy that video game, it's $50. But then you see your parents' car note is like $600 or you see the mortgages a couple thousand, you're like, oh, okay, like things cost money, right? And you start to appreciate it more and, and uh, versus just, if you never see it, you'll never really be able to, to place some intrinsic value on it. 
teaching about finances, in particular credit early, is like the vitamin versus the pain pill. So instead of having to do corrective teaching methods, let's fundamentally teach it from the beginning so it's never an issue. So that, that's really what we're trying to do. And we wanted to create that fundamental trigger. So it's not just one course you take in class. It's like something you've routinely learned at that time when you're like, ah, okay. So missing this payment is like when I didn't make my bed that day. You know, that that's what we're trying to do is create that aha moment. And it's, it's never really been done before. When it comes to money and spending, there are two important things to consider, our wants and our needs. Wants are things that aren't essential. Their absence won't really change our day-to-day -day lives. Sure, I really want the new video game, but honestly, I could live without it. Needs, on the other hand, are the things that are essential to living our lives. Nutritious food for our families, clothes that fit, clean water, a warm bed to sleep in at night, those are needs. And when we divide our desires into wants and needs, we get a better idea of how to spend our money responsibly. Which brings us to budgeting. When we make a budget, we set aside specific amounts of money for different things, starting with our needs. For example, each month we might budget $100 for groceries. If we know how much we're spending on a need, then we can see how much money we'll have left over for the fun stuff we want. We should think of the items we want as goals, saving money until we have enough to make that dream a reality. Because buying something we want after working hard and waiting patiently for it makes it feel even better when we finally get it. Next up, it's time to learn about how good goes round. Our partners at Cheerios know that raising good kids is such an important job. That's why we're offering some tips to help parents, like you, harness the power of positivity so you and your family can spread the good to those around you. So now that we know how to use our money responsibly, let's start learning how we can give, spend, and save it. I like to use a jar for each, so parents get three containers, label them save, spend, and give, then personalize them. Make the jars colorful with paint or markers, or slap some stickers onto them to create a collage. These will be your piggy banks. Next, talk to your kids about one small purchase that they want. This could be an everyday purchase that they have, like pencils or a treat they buy, like a candy bar. Write the name of the small purchase and how much it costs onto the spend jar. Now ask your kids about a larger purchase they want. This could be something bigger, like a bicycle or a summer camp experience. Write the name of the large purchase and how much it costs onto the save jar. Brainstorm ideas of ways other people could use money that is gifted to them. Write these on the give jar. Whenever there's loose change, allowance, or a spare dollar or two, ask your kid which jar they want to put it in. Keep track of what goes into each jar, count or write down the total until the goal for each jar is reached. It's up to them whether they want to save it, spend it, or give it to someone else, and it's a great exercise for all of us to understand the value that money can truly have. Thanks for listening to this episode of Now This Kid, presented by Cheerios and produced in collaboration with Edit Audio. If you like this episode, please subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next time.